The Music City Bowl will be Tennessee versus Purdue at Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. Dan Harrelson here alongside Jerry Palm of CBS Sports. Jerry, always good to talk football with you. And in this case, Purdue, a school you're definitely familiar with. So thank you for coming on. How are you? I'm great. Uh, looking forward to the game. And uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, and it should actually be obviously a a home type atmosphere for Tennessee being in Nashville. I'm sure Purdue's still going to bring a lot of fans with them, but being in Nashville at the Titan Stadium there, it's definitely going to be a a home type atmosphere for Tennessee in this matchup. Yeah, no question. Uh, you know, Purdue will you know sell out their tickets and and bring you know th- as many people as they can. But yeah, we. We certainly expect that it's going to be a road game for Purdue. And uh, and also for Purdue, it's our second straight Music City Bowl. Uh, three years in between, it's not a repeat for the bowl, but it is for Purdue. Uh, we were just there last uh, in 2018, uh, and that was an unmitigated disaster. Um, Against so Auburn. If, yeah, right. A, a team that was in the top ten in the preseason and never once played like it until the bowl game. Um, let's see, we, uh, our best defensive player got hurt on the first play of the game. It was 63 to nothing five minutes in and all downhill from there. So yeah, pretty much anything is going to be better than that. You would think. Well, speaking of best players, David Bell, wide receiver for Purdue. Awesome season this year. He had 93 receptions, little over 1200 yards receiving and six touchdowns. I think he should be. Uh, a good player in the NFL at the next level. He had a great season this year in Jeff Brom's offense. He will not be in the bowl game as he has opted out and will leave early and, and go to the NFL and pursue those dreams and, and aspirations there, and I don't blame him. How big of a loss is that for Purdue's offense? Just looking at, at some games, some highlights from him, what a player, and he definitely will be missed. Yeah, David Bell, uh, by the way, the receptions and yardage totals led the Big Ten, even though he missed a game this year. So he was a very productive uh, receiver for Purdue. And the, the thing that uh, he really did well, and he did a lot of things well, uh, but one thing that Purdue could count on with him is that they could throw the ball up to him even in double coverage, and he was better than any receiver I've seen this year at going up and competing for the ball and getting the ball in those high contest situations. And obviously they'll miss that. Um, also though, the defense has to focus on him and now they won't have that, you know, and also we've learned that Milton Wright, the second best receiver on the team is also not at the bowl game. So uh, Purdue's going to be shorthanded at a position where they normally have pretty good depth. Uh, they may only have, you know, three guys that have played this season uh, at receiver and then maybe a couple of freshmen, you know, playing as backups this year. Uh, and uh, and the tight end is an important part of the Purdue passing game. And Dane Durham uh, is their best tight end. And they, he figures to be there and might actually be their best weapon in the receiving game uh, for Purdue. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to be shorthanded uh, in the wide receiver core, which obviously affects Purdue's offense uh, big time. Looking at the quarterback position, Jack Plummer started the season for Purdue, and then Aiden O'Connell came in and has really been a factor ever since. And just look at, at Purdue's schedule this year, 8-4 and four overall. Oregon State was that first game out of the gate at home. Big win there, 30-21. to 21. 
But it really got going when you had the quarterback change, and it's pretty apparent when you win 24-7 to over number two Iowa at the time. And then the big win against number three Michigan State at the time, 40-29. Just talk about that quarterback change. Do you think that was what really started all of this, or do you think it was just needed a change there to get all these playmakers in action like a David Bell? It was – yeah, it was necessary – uh, the thing about Aiden O'Connell, uh, the the new starter, is that and he had started before uh, last year for a little bit before he got hurt. So he's um, he's an experienced quarterback for Purdue. He's going to come back next year as a super senior. Uh, so um, Purdue's excited about that for the first time under Jeff Brom. We actually will know our starting quarterback when the season start. You know when camp starts. Um, but O'Connell is a pretty accurate passer. And when he is accurate, you know, Purdue's offense can be pretty effective and with the weapons that they've had at wide receiver this season. Um, but he's not especially mobile. So if they can get a pass rush on him, he's not going to be the kind of guy that can that can do much with his legs. He might be able to escape a pass rush and get, try and get a pass off. But O'Connell's not going to be doing a lot of running downfield, uh, which is something that Jack Plummer could do and was part of the reason that he got the starting job initially was that he was more versatile uh, with his legs uh, than O'Connell is. But O'Connell's a more accurate thrower, and that's why he's in this position now. And he came to Purdue as a walk-on. and uh, But now he's going to be the, the starter uh, this year and next year as well. And I guess that is attributed to Jeff Brom, really good quarterback coach and offensive mind. He, he really does know how to develop that position. And he was the offense coordinator when I was at UAB back in 2012. And I've always thought highly of him. I think he's a good offensive-minded coach. And, he, of course, he comes from that Bobby Petrino coaching tree. And what's kind of the feel about Brom as he wraps up year number five there? Of course, last year in 2020, everybody had to deal with covid and the first couple of years around that six or seven win mark, as you mentioned, that second year losing to Auburn in the Music City Bowl. But I think he's done a pretty good job at Purdue. Yeah, it's, um, you know, and well, like I said, 2018 was our last bowl game. So the last couple of years have been a struggle. Uh, and obviously COVID was, just, you know, just one of those things that was a mess for everybody. Uh, so you don't, you can't even really count what happened that year, good, bad, or indifferent uh, as anything that, um, is really you know part of a trend. 2019 wasn't very good, but you know, like I said, we lost our best defensive player on the first play of that uh, Music City Bowl, and he missed the entire rest of the following season. So that was obviously a problem for Purdue's uh, defense. But really, one of the big things that's happened for Purdue this year is new defensive uh, coaching staff and a more aggressive approach defensively, and it's uh, it's really paid off well. The defense has been so much improved this year. Purdue gets a lot of notoriety for its offense because of coach Brom and, and, and his style of play. And, and that, you know, that, uh, is to be expected, but the defense, the defensive improvement this year is why they're eating for, because the defense was keeping Purdue in games when the offense was figuring things out. Uh, and then when the offense figured things out, then Purdue was got pretty hot there at the end of the year. And last thing, Jerry, speaking of style of offense, what's your opinion and thoughts of Josh Heupel first year bringing that type of offense to Tennessee, 7-5 and five in the regular season? I, I thought he did a really good job just kind of changing the culture and implementing his offensive style. 
And he, he took care of the Kentuckys, the South Carolina, Missouri, and Vanderbilt's like at Tennessee are supposed to. We haven't seen that in a while, especially in a first year for a first-year head coach. But what are your thoughts on Josh Heupel as he wraps up his first year at Tennessee? I thought that, and I think that Tennessee is a team that was better than its record. Four of those five losses came to teams that are playing in New Year's Six Bowls. So, you know, you, you have to take that into account. Um, the only, I think the only one they lost to that wasn't uh, a team like that was Florida, and Florida was playing better at the time that Tennessee played them than they finished the season. So uh, that was, uh, I don't think there's really a bad loss on that schedule. Uh, and like you said, they took care of business against the teams that they probably should beat. And Tennessee's a pretty experienced team. Um, so I think that that helps when you're trying, especially on the offensive side of the ball, where I think they start seven guys that have played at least four years um, in the program. So I think it helps when you've got a new coach come in to have an experienced team like that to try and implement something new because that experience helps with the with the learning process. So, uh, and it's, it's really been good. They're one of the fastest playing teams. You know, we played Ohio state and of course that didn't go well, um, in large part because of the, the talent they run out there, but it's, um, that's probably the fastest offense that we've played in terms of how quickly they, they get uh, up to the line and snap the next play. Uh, Tennessee is faster than that. That's going to be a real challenge for Purdue's defenses to just be ready for the next play, regardless of what happens in the previous one. Jerry, always good to talk football and Purdue with you and looking forward to meeting up with you ahead of the the game there Thursday in Nashville between Purdue and Tennessee. Thank you for coming on. Uh, Thanks for having me on. I'll, I'll see you there.